All right, welcome back to the Wrestling with Altitude podcast. I am your host, Mr. Fourth Row, and I have on the line with me one of my favorite people in the world, and that is Mr. Royce Isaacs. Royce, how you doing? Uh, that's, a, that's a wonderful intro. I have a lot to live up to now. <laughs> well, no, um, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm here at, uh, I'm at LAX. I'm actually waiting for my flight. I'm going to be coming to Denver in like a hot second here. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of one of the reasons why I have you on. But before we get that, um, so last time uh, we uh, saw you actually in uh, a Rocky Mountain Pro ring, that was uh, Milestone 7 against Anaya. Is that correct? I think uh, maybe there was the uh, there was a, like an Alamo Draft House show that I did afterwards, but really <clears throat> the last major match that I had there was against Anaya uh, in, at Milestone 7. Yeah, and what a heck of a match that was. Um, it, you know, and, you know, we didn't know really kind of a lot of, at the time, but you were uh, kind of moving on to a little bit of uh, other things. You moved to Los Angeles uh, shortly after that to get a little closer to some other promotions and things that you have been doing. And tell us about that, um, some of the other promotions that you've been uh, going to since the move to Los Angeles. Yeah, no, um, actually, uh, funnily enough, I didn't tell Matt, uh, Yaden that I was leaving until I think right after that match. Yeah. But, um, but it was, that was a really cool match to go out on. It was really physical and I don't know, me and and I always seem to have some good chemistry in there. And, uh, I, I moved out to LA maybe, gosh, like two weeks after that. I, I'd already made up my mind while I was on my last tour of Japan, uh, that that was the move I was going to do. But I hadn't really had a chance to I guess, let the rest of the world know until after that. So I moved right after that. And, uh, you know, I was already working with uh, Future Stars of Wrestling previously, but obviously it was a lot closer uh, after moving. Uh, I started working with Championship Wrestling from Hollywood since moving out there. There's a lot of other places that are within driving distance I've been going to. Uh, like Hood Slam is a place that I've been a regular at. Um, so it's... There's a lot of cool places that are in close proximity. And then I also just recently started working for Defy Wrestling up in uh, Port, uh, or sorry, in Seattle, rather. Uh, my first show for them was a Portland show. They're actually based out of Seattle, uh, and they do shows at, at both Portland and Seattle. Yeah. Well, you've even gone to other places. Like, I think I've seen you uh, wrestle in uh, Dallas, um, and I think maybe a couple places uh back east as well so you're you're getting around aren't you yeah yeah it's been really cool i did two two days before christmas actually me and jarell nelson my tag team partner uh we're the one percent if people uh haven't checked us out yet but uh we we flew to um a college station so basically where uh texas a&m plays and we wrestled uh killer elite squad two days before christmas which i mean Texas is definitely a big wrestling state. Uh, Lions Pride Sports, uh, which is the um, promotion we wrestled for, is a big-time promotion out there. And uh, getting to wrestle Killer Elite Squad is obviously a big, big deal, too, since they've had all their success in uh, Japan and in the NWA and everything like that. So, I mean, you know, it was like an early uh, early Christmas present, uh, for sure. And actually, I believe that match is online on, uh, on YouTube and on Killer Elite Squad's website as well, so... 
Um, if you're looking for some cool 1% action and want to check this out, I would definitely recommend looking at that. Well, okay, and then now speaking of uh, Jarrell Nelson, how did you uh, get introduced with him and de- decide to Man. tag team up? You know, the interesting thing about that, you know, usually I would say uh, most tag teams are kind of formed organically, uh, and there's some kind of a common interest there, and they're already, you know, close and whatnot. But, I mean, really, we are are, are – coming together and our success to Joe DeFalco was kind of like the, I don't know, Dr. Frankenstein, if you want to be, uh, uh, you know, have a reference about that. He, I don't know, he saw something in both of us. He saw some kind of a similarity. He saw something there and, and he just said, Hey, I, I think you two are guys that, you know, as a tag team, I think would really work together. And I've always trusted Joe's vision. Jarrell obviously has always trusted Joe's vision and, I, it was right before I had moved to LA and it was like, well, it makes sense. We're both going to be living nearby each other. He's, he's originally from the Northwest. Uh, he's actually from the Seattle, Washington area where Defy is. And uh, he had moved out to LA a few years back and I was moving out to LA and it's like, well, I'm going to need ro- a road partner for these, these future stars of wrestling shows anyways. And um, I don't know. We just kind of put our, put our faith in Joe, put our faith in each other. We both knew like, Hey, look, you know, we at least can wrestle pretty well. We've seen each other's work, and I don't know. It just it, we clicked like immediately after that. Once we started getting on the road together, and once we started uh, just BSing and whatnot, like that's that's my dude among dudes right now. He, uh, we we get along. We we I don't know. We, our wrestling really works together. We have similar minds for the business. It's been really really cool. So yeah, I don't know. It just kind of worked out by by you know Joe DeFalco's evil genius plan, but I'm definitely blessed that it did and I, I couldn't be happier oh and so how did the uh name one percent come that was some uh, collaborative effort actually between uh us and joe and uh i mean honestly <laughs> i mean real going into it i was a little bit worried because obviously uh t3 had used that in the past but i was I think we all kind of thought, oh, he's kind of moved away from that. It's not this big deal anymore. Right. And of course, immediately as soon as he gets signed, he goes back to like this is like his main thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, great. But, uh, but I mean, it's whatever. There's like a million tag teams that have some form of like bestie or best friend in their deal. So it's like, why can't there be a couple of one percenters? Um, right. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, he's he's signed and we're on the Indies, so. I don't think it should affect each other. If he feels some kind of way about it, I'm not aware of that. Um, and if it bothers him, you know, I guess we can talk about that. But <laughs> it's never, you know, been an issue, and it's whatever. It is what it is. I'm. It's not something that I that I really uh, uh, worry about too much on a on a daily basis. You know, I cross that bridge when it comes to it. Yeah. We're both doing well, so really, that's all that should matter. You know. Yeah, and you guys have been a lot of places. You guys just recently uh, went up to Defy and um, became the brand new uh, tag team champions. Is that correct? Yes, we are the Defy Worldwide Tag Team Champions, uh, which is obviously, that's a huge accomplishment. Uh, Two-time FSW Tag Team Champions, and we're the current Best of the West Tag Team Champions. So we have, I mean, that's a lot of hardware. Um, And I also have the, obviously, the United Wrestling, uh, uh, the United uh, television championship from uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood class, the United Wrestling Network. So, uh, my bag, my my travel bag's quite heavy right now. Uh, <laughs> it's been pretty nice. <laughs> that is pretty cool. So uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about as well 
is uh, you and uh, Jarrell uh, went to a uh, taping for Impact Wrestling and got to face off against the Pillars of Destiny. And I think you might be familiar with one, at least one of those I, uh, I know guys really them. close. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know, I know both of them. Uh, I, I even worked on, I worked on shows with uh, Paul Titan back uh, at New Era as well. So obviously, okay. I, I know, uh, I know Bill uh, Gray, and I know, uh, I know Paul. So no, it was, I mean, it was cool to work people that uh, wrestle with people that we knew. Um, you know, we. We kind of went. Me and Drew went to this tryout, not knowing what we'd get out of it, but we ended up, you know, getting used, and that was really. It was a cool experience to get to, uh, you know, wrestle for one of the major companies in the United States, especially so early into us tagging because we've only been tagging for a little bit over a year. But it's just, you know, I don't know. I feel like we're just gelling really, really well. So yeah, and it's, uh, it's definitely a, bit, a big wave of momentum, uh, uh, and it feels really good. So that was a, that was a big accomplishment for us. Yeah. And that, that match is uh, is on uh, Explosion. If Explosion, you, uh, right? Yeah, if you if you check out the, uh, I believe it's uh, like there's like an app and stuff like that. The, the Global Wrestling. I know Network. it airs in the U. Yeah, yeah, the Global Wrestling Network, and I know uh, I know it also airs in like the UK and stuff like that. So, right. uh, the feedback on that's been really cool so far. And hopefully, uh, hopefully we get to work with Impact again. I would love to. Yeah, well, it, they they are doing another taping here uh, soon, I believe, uh, next month. So, you never know. Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah, never know for sure. <laughs> so, uh, so we got Defy, we got Impact Wrestling that you've been doing, uh, and then, well, why I kind of have you on right now is because you are, like you said, you are currently the United Wrestling Network Television Champion, and this is going to be the first time that it's going to be defended outside of um, um, California, out of uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Is that correct? Uh, at least for me, yes. Yeah. Uh, I believe some other people have defended it outside previously, but it's actually been a while since anyone's taken it outside of Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, and that's been one of my big goals since winning. I wanted to make sure to actually take it around to other places and defend it. I I want this title to mean something, and especially because they just uh, got a new uh, TV title. They got a new strap, which is absolutely gorgeous and it's all over my instagram uh at Willis isaacs if anyone wants to check it out but i mean i i want to you know they they say you know does the title make the man or does the man make the title i want it to be a mutual thing because that thing is gorgeous but at the same yeah. time i want it to really be something and mean something so i want to take it around to various places i want people to see it and i, I want it to be uh, defended i want it to mean something so it's really really cool especially to be able to do it at my uh you know I guess kind of my uh, my my home away from home, Rocky Mountain Pro, since it's been so long since I've been back. But uh, you know, familiar opponent, Mario Vanger, and uh, you know, a familiar setting. Uh, I'm 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 pretty amped up. Yeah, but I, I would imagine so. I mean, uh, I bet you're extremely excited to to come back and you know defend that championship against somebody you've had some great battles with yeah i mean i think me and mario's feud last time uh i was when i was a rocky mountain pro boy was you know that was that was some pretty fun uh stuff and i think we created some memorable moments i you know our like barn our barnyard uh empty arena brawl yeah uh and and like the i don't know just some of some of the crazy stuff that we did i thought was uh was pretty different and pretty pretty interesting 
the, ba- the bags of sugar, the fl- the fish. I mean, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Following him through the supermarket. Yeah, yeah no, it was. Uh, it was pretty zany, man. It was, I mean, literally the Wild West sort of kind of in, in in some ways. Uh, if you if you if you if you've checked out the entire feud, then you know what I mean by that. Right. Exactly. That's uh, uh, fantastic. So, uh, but what else do you have uh, going on in the near future? Besides that, well, uh, well, obviously, uh, I I'm gonna have to also, uh, you know, once once I defend this title successfully uh, this weekend or this gosh this week Thursday uh, for Rocky Mountain Pro, uh, I also uh, will be defending the Best of the West Tag Team Titles uh, February 9th, as well as uh, I believe I have a another television title defense, assuming that I win. Uh, at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood on the 10th. So those are two things that I'm really, really looking forward to. Um, you know, a, a, cha- a champion, being a champion is great, but you also have to defend the belts and, and, and make a legacy out of that. So I'm on my uh, my Anderson Silver War path right now trying to create that legacy and, and defend those titles, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I got an oddball question for you. So I don't know if you've seen around, yeah, <laughs> seen around the uh, – around the interwebs uh, speaking of defending titles. So do you think uh, the fans that bring uh, championship belts to events should uh, have to get in the ring and defend them? Um, I mean, it's kind of goofy. I think uh, it's weird, but you know, I'm weird, man. Let me think about, you know, the stuff that I'm, I I can't fault anyone else for doing whatever they want to do. I would say that you don't really bring like, I don't know, an MVP trophy to a football game, but, uh, you know, or a Super Bowl trophy or whatever. But, uh, you know, more power to you. I'm, I love that fans get so into it. I love that fans, you know, are literally fanatic, and I'm not going to hold that against anyone. So, yeah. I mean, you want to bring replica belts? You want to bring, I don't know, fish heads? You want to bring, I don't know, hot sauce canisters? I don't really care, man. Just <laughs> as long as you're a fan and you support you know, go for it. Or if you want to bring, uh, like protein bars and protein shakes, then bring them to me and I will definitely, you'll be the best fanatic actually, in my opinion. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Way to get on your good side. That's me finagling it into a way for me to get something. If you can't tell how subtle I am. Oh, right, right. Gotcha. (laughs) So, um, I saw recently now, um, I don't know if I get this right, but, uh, you are a big fan of like, um, crime drama kind of stuff. Is that correct? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. True crime stuff. Okay. I see. Now it's kind of like almost cool. Like people are like other people are getting into this and whatever. But I'll have you know that this has been something that I mean I've always just been really fascinated, especially with like serial killers and cults and like really like dark shit like that. I I just get really really into it. I don't know. I um. I kind of had that size of me. I, I, I remember back when I used to work stupid nine to five jobs and I'd have to be on a computer as soon as I could, uh, just kind of screw off and read up on, you know, various like, you know, serial killers and, and crime dramas and big, you know, profile, high profile cases. I would always, you know, abuse, uh, abuse the search function and, and murderopedia and, all these different places to find that kind of stuff. Cause it's honestly, I, I don't know what fascinates me, but, uh, about it, but it really does. I, I just made my way through 
the the Bundy series on Netflix, and that was really good. There was a lot of like information that wasn't necessarily super new, but it's always cool to, you know, they had a lot of stuff that was like firsthand sources, which is pretty neat. Um, and I don't know, Bundy's pretty fascinating for me for sure. Um, but I, I also watched uh, there was a the Law and Order uh, a true crime series on the Menendez brothers that was. It came out a couple of years ago, and I watched that sort of recently, and that was really good. I, I, I like I like mafia stuff too. Like I get into all of it. Boardwalk Empire was great. Um, I don't know, man. I just I guess I'm I got something weird about me, but I get into that kind of stuff for sure. So, if you uh, weren't wrestler, would you maybe be steering towards that kind of stuff? Maybe like an investigator? Do you what, being a serial killer? No. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, uh be honestly i mean yeah or maybe i'd be a another like true crime podcaster or something i don't know man i i get really into like last podcast on the left uh mm-hmm. crime and sports stuff like that uh i also listen to the dollop but uh but yeah like i, I like those kind of true crimey kind of like it, it, it honestly could like consume me it's one of those things where i get like into like a little one one search and before i know it it's just a couple hours later i'm in like a little portal like just getting getting interested into whatever whatever it is it is actually really cool being um in in la like there's so much historically around around me like i'm you know like 10 minutes away from where like the wonderland murders happened i'm like 10 minutes away from where like the elisa lamb uh, uh case was, or the elisa lamb uh, occurrence was which is the same place where richard ramirez stayed in the 80s so like uh except for they're they're redoing it like they're demolishing it but whatever uh um but yeah, no, I get like really, really into that stuff, and it's cool. Like the, the Museum of Death is like maybe like five minutes from my house as well, so I'm definitely looking to go back there and uh, check that out uh, sometime soon as well. Oh, well, fantastic! That's that's very cool. So we got a little insight into some other stuff that uh, Roy Sykes likes here. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like true crime, and I like pizza and donuts when I can, which is like really rare. True crime, I can get into all the time. Right. <laughs> other than that, though, it's other than that, though, I'm pretty one track minded with wrestling, to be honest with you. Gotcha. Oh well. Uh, well, Royce, I really appreciate uh, you coming on to the uh, podcast. But before I let you go, tell all the uh, listeners if they want to follow up with you, uh, like on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, at Royce Isaacs on Instagram is probably my favorite uh, social media because I don't have to listen to all this other BS and it's just fun pictures. So I suggest following me on there. Um, at Royce Isaacs on Twitter. Uh, Royce Isaacs on Facebook. Although if you add me, uh, gosh, I'm like right near that 5,000 limit. So it's kind of tough. But there is Royce Isaacs 111 is my uh, liked page. And I try to update that as much as possible. Also, finally up and running is www.royceisaacs.com. So please, by all means, check that out. That's probably the easiest way to keep up with uh, upcoming uh, actual wrestling dates. Um, so I would I would recommend that as well as uh, there's like a link to my YouTube channel, which you can check out, which is just <clears throat> Royce Isaacs. And I try to come out with new content when I can for that, highlights and whatnot. So um, I guess those would be the best ways to, to follow me. And, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's also... Uh, links to uh, uh if you want to check out some merch as well on the website and whatnot so if you want to support me uh i love support they love money so holler at me <laughs> exactly there's a dollar sign on the end of his name for a reason 
Absolutely. You put a dollar sign on that. All right. All right, Roy Royce, I appreciate you coming on Thanks once again. Yeah, of course. It's always a pleasure, brother. Once again, a big thank you to Royce Isaacs for coming on to the podcast. It is so nice to talk to him once again. And like he said, he is coming to Rocky Mountain Pro this Thursday to defend the United Wrestling Network Television Championship against Mario Vanger. So that should be a great match. They've had many great battles in the past, and I would suspect that this one is going to be another classic. So before we get to that and talk about the rest of the future in the Wrestling with Altitude area, let's talk about last week. So last week was actually a pretty busy week. Uh, we had the Rocky Mountain Pro Ignition and Charge shows uh, Thursday. And let me just keep saying this. Rocky Mountain Pro is doing such a great job doing these weekly shows. You can really sh- show that the writing is is coming along and they're taking the time to really get everything right. And also, on a personal note, I th- think it's fantastic them being able to now uh, integrate some backstage segments and other segments that are outside of the ring into both the live audience that's attending in person, such as myself, and as well as the Twitch audience as well. So that was great. Then uh, this past Friday, Rocky Mountain Pro, with it being the last Friday of the month, had the Rocky Mountain Pro experience. Uh, Four hours of fun and games, as the kids can say, and then wrestling there afterwards. Uh, This time around, they had the promised sumo suits, and yours personally got to get in one and wrestle another Rocky Mountain superfan. Brian, shout out to Brian, uh, did though win two out of two falls uh, against him, so I got a free beer. Yay me. And then also they had the Rocky Mountain Pro Trivia Contest, which um, I got to participate as well against Brian and another competitor as well. And even though I got all my questions right, correct, I did not win. But that's okay. It's all about the experience. Get it? So then this past Saturday, uh, Colorado Springs Wrestling held the Colorado United 2 event. As previously mentioned on a previous episode of the Wrestling with Altitude podcast, it was a fantastic show. It was great to see all these promotions get together and come under one roof to benefit the family of Logan Austin as well as in memoriam of Christopher Chavez Sr. Uh, I have nothing else to say. It was so great that it's hard to single out one little thing about the show. So can't wait to Colorado United 3 next year. But like Royce and I had talked about on the interview part of this podcast. 
this Thursday, which is in a couple days as of the time of this recording, we have the last Thursday of the month is the supercharged so episode of Rocky Mountain Pro. So this Thursday, Rocky Mountain Pro is holding the ignition and supercharged, which is going to have a lot of great matches, as mentioned. Royce is in action against Mario Vanger, and then also we have Anaya is going against Atiba, the current Rocky Mountain Pro champion. Uh, Ali Gatto and Rochelle Riveter are facing each other for the vacant Lockettes championship, and much, much more this Thursday. If you want to get tickets, you can get them in advance at rmpwrestling.com. So that is it for this week. Going to be probably just a little bit of a, a short show. And that is about it. So once again, thank you all for listening to the Wrestling With Altitude podcast where pro wrestling is elevated with altitude. <laughs>